instead of the guy. He'd noticed her earlier. She wore her sunstreaked brown hair in a no-nonsense ponytail and didn't seem to go in for a lot of makeup. Her hazel eyes tilted up slightly at the corners, adding a touch of the exotic to her girl-next-door appeal. From her enthusiasm and ready smile, he guessed she might be exactly his type, a born optimist. He could sure use a dose of optimism right now. As he gazed at her, he realized she was looking right back with similar interest. He'd build a night of outstanding sex on less. But Shoshone was a folksy town, and one-night stands wouldn't go unnoticed around here the way they would in Chicago. Still, he could flirt with her a little without doing any harm. He tipped back the Stetson that Alex had insisted he buy, along with the requisite jeans, boots, and yoke shirt. I think this is the part where the teetotaling stranger orders the sarsaparilla. He wished he could remember her name, but if someone had mentioned it, he'd forgotten. She laughed. Sorry, don't have that, but the root beer is excellent. That'll do. After placing a coaster decorated with a bucking bronco in front of him, she picked up a glass mug. Her nails were short and unpolished, her movements quick and efficient. How do you like Shoshone so far? Friendly place. We think so. He grabbed the first conversational topic he could think of. Is it true that this bar is haunted? So they say. That's why it's called the Spirits and Spurs. She filled the mug to the top, and foam oozed over the lip. Personally, I've never seen a ghost in here, but some claim they have. Logan had never considered root beer foam erotic, but as it slid down the side of the mug, his balls tightened. Not much, but enough for him to register the sensation. Yes, a good romp in the hay with someone cute and personable like this bartender would be therapeutic, but he didn't give himself much chance of having that any time soon. She allowed the foam to settle before putting the mug on the coaster. I've never talked to a major league ball player before. She sounded fascinated by the prospect. Oh, boy. If she had a fantasy image of him as some big celebrity, he needed to nip that in the bud. I'm afraid you're not talking to one now, either. I'm out of the game. She met his gaze with sympathy in her eyes. I know. Alex mentioned it. He said if you were still playing, you wouldn't have been able to come to the wedding. Right. He managed a smile. At least some good came out of it. Still, it can't be easy. But kudos to you for putting on a brave face for the party. A knot loosened in his chest. Just kind words from a complete stranger, but they soothed him in a way he couldn't explain. No, it's not. He rarely admitted that to anyone, because nobody liked a guy who felt sorry for himself. But after tonight, he'd probably never see her again, so letting down his guard was easier. Josie said you were a starting catcher for the Cubs. That made him smile for real. This adorable bartender didn't follow the game, 
or she would have known that fact without getting the info from Josie, Alex's sister. Logan's injury had come while defending the plate against a rather spectacular slide into home, and the news clip had been replayed a lot last year. Yes, I was a catcher, he said. At least she wouldn't be pestering him for gossip about the big-name players. Sure, his ego took a small hit because she wasn't a fan, but all things considered, he counted it a good thing that she wasn't. He decided to extend the friendliness. So how long have you been tending bar? Not long. I was the restaurant waitress until recently, when Josie asked me to start easing into her job so I'll be comfortable with it by the time her baby's born and she has to take time off. You seem comfortable with it now. Only because she sent me to a crash course in bartending. Logan nodded. I know all about those. When I was in the minors, I supplemented...